You are listening to Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with your host T and Mike on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Allen slinging it towards the end zone. It's caught Beasley for the touchdown. Welcome, everybody. If you didn't know, you about to know. I'm Mike. That's T. We in the place to be. Shot one, four, three. And this is Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. You heard the name. Go Bills. Let's go. And today, we got a special guest in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Uh, From the Nickel City crew. Everybody, welcome. Rob Crippen. What's good? What's, What's good? On, How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing, man? In the building. Good. Training camp What's football good? in the air. What's good? <laughs> I appreciate hey, y'all man, having bro. me on, man. I really do, man. Yes. I appreciate y'all having me on. I'm Absolutely. excited. Yes. Uh, Buffalo, Buffalo's in the building. Nickel City Crew is in the building. I'm ready to, to to knock some stuff over like a buffalo in a china shop. So what's up yes. to you? Yes. You invited yes. the wrong. You invited the wrong dude. Yes. <laughs> what? I what movie? The wrong is guy. <laughs> You know a movie that's wrong? What, Nickel City Crew? No, nah, the uh, movie he was talking about the bull in the China shop. No, I don't know what that's from. I, just, I, I think I, I uh, used to see that on cartoons, right? right? It's a cartoon movie called Ferdinand. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Well, well I'm, I'm going to switch it to Buffalo in the, in, the, in, the, in the China shop. I appreciate yeah, I you it. having me on, man. Yeah, I'm going to knock some yeah, stuff up. Y'all invited me, so I'm going to just make myself comfortable in here. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Please do, please yeah, do. We, you know what I'm saying? We wanted you on before, and I just did, but I had to bring, you know, I had to bring my partner in crime onto this to the scene. So it's always, it's always love. It's always love. Yeah. Um, and I know, hopefully, people who have listened to me and Mike has listened to the episode with you and know your story and know your journey and what you do to come to see the bills and how far you come every time you. Um, um, drive down here, and that's a major pause, Mike. I know, but um, <laughs> you, just so you know, uh, yeah, you drive several miles to come see the Bills, and you know, explain to the people how that how that came about. All right, well, uh, not your average podcast in the seven one six. I appreciate y'all having me on, and to your audience, uh, my name is Rob Crippen, again, host of uh, the Nickel City Crew podcast. I am about to be 37 years old next month, and I'm Buffalo born and raised. Um, I, I've been loving the Bills ever since the 90s. I was five, six, seven, and eight for the Super Bowl run. So the Bills mean something special to me and my family. Um, my fondest memories of the Bills are watching the Bills and, and actually getting out of church late because black churches always hold late. And I'm getting out of church and sitting in the car with my dad, waiting for my mother to get finished saying hello to every single member of the congregation at church. And I'm listening to Van Miller with my father and my brother, and then we would head home. And then I would obviously follow the game on the TV and run out of the car and get ready for Sunday dinner and watching the Bills. And, and those are my fondest memories of the Bills, the 90s Bills. And um, I, I moved down to Charlotte in 2006, right after the ice storm. And I don't know, by three years later, I was up, I explained it. I was like, Pookie. In New Jack City, like I literally was just feeding for my squad. Like I, I could not, I could not get enough of my bills, and I missed them so much. Being out of the city, I got yes. season tickets. Oh nine, that was the um, the fiftieth anniversary year. Y'all remember that? And we brought mm-hmm. To in, and there was a lot of nostalgia. And I got season tickets, and um, I never turned back. I have never missed a Bills game that meant something with playoff implications on the line. And what I mean by that is that um, as long as we were in the hunt. I was going to drive up 650 miles from Charlotte to Buffalo, and then I would drive back that Monday morning. And, and that's been my routine ever since 09. I only skipped out on the births of my sons those years um, in 11, 13, and 19. But other than that, I've been rocking since 09. So I'm wow. dedicated. That doesn't make me more dedicated than any fan in Western New York, but um, but I definitely wear it as a badge of honor because I, I care about my bills, and there's no place I'd rather be on Sundays, like Mara said, than right there at the Ralph. Mm. I love that. I love that story. When I first heard it, I loved it. 
That's dope. That's All really right. cool. Yeah, definitely. Hey. <clears throat> so we're going to get into it. Get into we're it. Get into some training camp talks. Um, they started training camp on Sunday of last week or mm-hmm. last uh, this week, but on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any players or players that you're looking forward, looking forward to seeing? I'll start with you, uh, Mike, and then we'll go around. Uh, well, I'm really looking forward to seeing the uh, benefits that come with having Von Miller on the team from Russo. I'm really excited to see Russo. Um, he was my favorite coming in, really big guy. I want to see if he gained some weight. I want to see if he's been in the gym. I want to see <laughs> the benefits and the, the the hunger that Von Miller brings to the, even the whole squad, like Boogie Basham and all that. So I feel like I'm really excited because he had a great first year. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So now, you mm-hmm. know, for a guy like Von Miller to be on the team, that's like – that's like having MJ, you know? So right. it's just amazing to see it. And I, I love that about it. So I feel like I need to see, I need to see Russo, man. I'm excited. I, I said it when he came in, I was like, if he can get like 15 pounds on him, you know, uh, 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 some, uh, you know, some, some muscle, I think Russo will be a scary dude, man. His reach is crazy. So that's what I, I got. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Rousseau was cool, and then that's a great pick. I would definitely go with Khalil Shakir personally because um I I'm really interested in his versatility. I know the Bills are interested in it as well. That's one of the reasons that they consider him a steal where they got him in the draft. I think that he offers some versatility to the team where he can play multiple wide receiver positions, and that really makes um for an interesting camp. I mean, Jamison Crowder's here. Tavon Austin's here. Obviously, we know about McKenzie. If if Khalil Shakir can show that he can play different positions, then it kind of puts the pressure on that slot position as we approach the regular season, you know, to be honest with Crowder. And I know he's missed some camp time along with uh, following up with the other slot guys that are in, in contention with Austin and, and McKenzie. So Shakir is kind of a key for me, and I'll be watching him all throughout the uh, training camp preseason for sure. That's what's up. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, I, I like that one too. I like that a lot for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you? Yeah, mine is um yeah, mine is rather you know what it is. Rather, what is it, Mike? Saffold. <laughs> Saffold. Um he's injured right now, but that's my guy that I like. Speedy recovery, Saffold. He yeah, came into the camp sure. injured. Um yeah, All he's right, on the pub. Right? I don't even think he's on the mm-hmm. pub list. He's not on the pub list. He's an NFI because he's out of football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God bless, man. So he's my he's still gonna be my guy that I'm looking forward to seeing. So sure. even though he's not working out right now, I'm still gonna be interested in seeing this guy and what he's gonna bring to this offensive line. I think last year offensive line was kind of whack. So and you know, up and down towards the end of the season, we found the, the combination that fits. So I'm just looking forward to seeing this whole offensive line and how he fits into it. So that's my guy, the one I'm looking forward to seeing. I like that. Yeah. And there's so many more, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we only got three picks, and there's so many more. All right. So going into camp right now, is there any shocking cuts that you guys are worried about or considered? Like, maybe he will be somebody that won't make the, the cut. Go ahead, Rob. I, I'm I'm all about Zach Moss. I'm going to be watching him real closely, uh, to be honest with you, because of the fact that there could be a little shift in the Bills' offense this coming up year with Ken Dorsey running the running the show. So I don't know necessarily if Zach Moss fits into the new plans when you have Duke Johnson here on the staff, and then obviously you've got uh, James Cook being drafted. So it'll be a crowded room. Obviously, Singletary Motor should be the lead back. Um, obviously, starting the year, but we look at James Cook, and he was drafted for a reason, and it wasn't to run between the tackles. I think that it's specifically to be a pass catching back out of the backfield for uh, Josh Allen, another outlet for him. So when you look at it from that perspective, I think that it's high time for James Cook, uh, excuse me, for Zach Moss, because he's got competition, and he has a unique skill set that is really kind of strictly between the tackles. He doesn't do too much, but I'll give him 
his his credit that and his respect that he was hurt last year. So this is his camp. This is he'll have to kind of pop for me this this camp. And I think that the Bills offense is going to be looking at him the same way. He's got to pop to stay on this team with Duke Johnson, James Cook, and then Moda leading the way. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think, T? Well, it looks like T's out. So, um, for me, I'm going to bring a little controversy because that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, if, if I was the GM and he don't get his stuff together during the training camp, you know who I'm cutting, Rob? That's right. Who? Mr. Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. No. If he don't get his stuff together, no, no, get no. him out of here. No, man. no, we, no. We you can't to... play no soft football, man. No, no, no. You'd have to at least trade him. You got to at least trade him and get some type of value back. He was man, a first-round pick. Man, listen, man. <laughs> He like a he like a Bentley with no wheels. <laughs> he got I agree. You know what I mean? He got. He I got, agree. You know, I, I always say I say I always say this like he he too happy man. He too happy. He's too happy of a guy, and he's just not playing like he should. Man, he's a big individual human. He's huge. He's, huge. he's a big guy, and it's like man, like where is your? Your anger, like yeah, that all his tackles, that nastiness. I know. Yeah, like all I argue, tackles. I argue with with Jay Spence the King over at Buffalo Rumblings, and I love him to death. And he is all team Tremaine Edmonds, and 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 I've never got a chance to really get into it with him because on air because of the fact that like I don't want to really start a fight because he loves him that much. Tremaine yeah. Edmonds is is rangy. Tremaine Edmonds has a lot of physical traits. It's like when he gets yes. off the bus, he looks like he's getting ready to smash some stuff. However. Yes. When he's on the field, he he just leaves something for me desired to be desired. Like if you want to be paid like a top five, top seven linebacker in the league, I need more splash plays. I need more Roquan. You gotta be more Darius Leonard. I guess who wants to be called Shaquille Leonard now? Like I need more from you, and 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 I don't think that it's it's, I don't think it's out of line to ask, Big Mike. I don't I don't T. You can correct me if I don't think it's out of line to ask more if you want that kind of pay. If you want yeah. to be paid like the best, I need to see something more than just tackle at the end of the game. I need more. Man. I need him to. I need somebody to step on his toe. I need somebody to pop his tires. I need something <laughs> to happen for him to get. You know what I mean? Because all his tackles, he chasing. All his tackles, he's chasing. He ain't never ahead of it. He chasing. You always see them dreads flying and panic all the time. <laughs> you guys are not gonna get me on the Tremaine hate. That's, I'm he, not doing he, I it. I went there. I went I'm there. Not, I know. I seen it. I came back. I was out for a minute. Yeah, I came I back there. and I heard, I heard this crap. I'm not. I'm not for it, Mike. And you know I'm not for it. I think so. And so I, I said this a thousand times. You're only biased because both of y'all got dreads. That's it. That's and, and I don't like it. Mike, you crazy? I don't like what you're doing. You crazy? I don't think I'm he's a bad player. I would never I'm say that. I don't even it. think Mike is. But that ain't even Mike is saying he's a bad <laughs> player. But he 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 leaves something to be it. desired, man. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll see this year. So I don't know where you left off at or where we left off at. And going who into you, uh, who, who's your surprise cut? Um, Crowder. Oh, tough. Crowder. Mm-hmm. T, T, chill. He's he's been injured. <laughs> T, chill. And I, and I know it's I know it's the beginning of the camp. He just started. Hey, what's your best ability? A best ability? Be what is what is your ability? There it is. Has he been available? He has not, not been first, available. Not three out of the four camp days so far. But it is early. To Big Mike's point, it is early. Hey, coaches, look at that. That's all I'm saying. Relax. Crowder, <laughs> Crowder is a is a beast, and we need that. I agree. But he needs to get on the field. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Get on the field, bro. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. He do got to get on the field sometime. Pretty soon. He, he okay. Has, this, this so time is early. They signed OJ. They signed OJ Howard. And there's going to be some changes to our offensive, um, offensive schemes, I guess. Yeah, I know that's your boy, but your boy ain't showing up either. 
So yeah. the, the addition of this guy, OJ Howard, how do you think it takes our offense to the next level? Mm, like him, him just on, like we're we going to start at like a low level, like him on just like a blocking standpoint is just phenomenal. You know what I mean? Like that aspect of a tight end to have that big, you know, strong dude on the end blocking for Josh Allen. I definitely get it. He, you know what I mean? That's definitely we're gonna start there. And then, this, then he got this offense in a different position. He yeah. got hands. He got hands. That's why I like him because he he's got a hands. physical. He's a physical specimen, to you, Big Mike. Like he's like this dude is not a regular dude. Do you, do y'all remember when he was in yeah. Alabama? And running down the sidelines of the national championship, like like everybody was was salivating. GMs were salivating to get their hands on this kid. Like he yeah. he is a specimen. He's not just a, a tight end. He's he's a waller. Uh, you know, like I'm talking about his cut. He's a waller. He's a yeah. he's a a Kelsey. A kid like he is a matchup nightmare. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't obviously realized his potential yet. But I I mean I think there could be big things in store for OJ Howard. That's I was real point. excited for him when he was coming out of Alabama. I yeah. liked him a lot. And I'm really excited to see how they're going to use him. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, just bouncing back between him and Knox is going to be, be more 12 personnel. You would have to think that there would be more 12 personnel. Oh, absolutely. A ton more. I think Four, more. Because this 13. Is, wow. I know. Who said that? Who said that earlier to you? Uh, was it Dawson Knox that said that they were running more 13 personnel than, 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 than anything else? And I said, what in the ham sandwich are they talking about? Like wow. my father would say, like, what is going on? Yeah, that's a lot, bro. That's a lot. It's gonna be a like it's gonna be a nightmare for defenses to even wake up and know they're playing the Bills. Yes, hmm. it's gonna be something okay. you, you never know what to expect. Hmm. All right, staying on the offensive side, Kim Dorsey, the new new he's calling the plays, new OC. Yep. How concerned are you as a fan having the new guy? Although he's he's been in the room. How concerned are you him coming in, making calls? Although we know he probably made calls behind the scenes. How concerned are you as a fan? I'm not Who, concerned. Whoever can take this one. I'm not concerned at all. I'm not because he's already been, uh, what, uh, Josh Allen's quarterback coach for three years. So, he, and you know what I mean? He's, he was there. And you see where Josh Allen and his progression has came from. So, and for him to be under, you know what I mean, uh, a legendary G, G, you know what I mean, a legendary uh, play caller, and to have that success, I think he's gonna do pretty well. I mean, I, I uh, oh, this has been my number one. Like, listen, the Bills haven't. We haven't. What drama have we had? We are getting ready for a possible Super Bowl run. Vegas thinks that we're the the Super Bowl favorite. So we haven't had a lot of drama outside of Captain Poyer getting his bag. What has there been to talk about in respects to drama about the Bills? One thing that has gone unnoticed, and it's been one of my major <clears throat> themes at Nickel City Crew on my network, is that, listen, just because you haven't done a job before doesn't mean that you can't do it. I'm a, a living example of that. However, it also means that you haven't done it before. So until you prove it, you haven't done it. I am watching Ken Dorsey. I'm extremely um, I wouldn't even say nervous is the right word, but I, I've got a lot of intrigue. I've got a lot of eyes on him because of the fact that it is different now. Um, we can make it seem like because of the fact that he's been with Josh these last three years and he's one of Josh's buddies that that, that, that all kind of smooths everything over. What's it going to be like when it's third and 12 and you're playing the Jets and you're only up by six and, and we're going into halftime and you should have you should have been beating these boys by way more and he's got a big call coming up. I mean, he... He he's never done the job before. That's all I'm trying to say. So I'm going to be watching him because this is totally different than just formulating and, and coaching just Josh Allen. He is in control of the entire offense. He is the overseer of everything when it comes to the Bills offense on game day. So um, it's not just the 15 scripted plays to start the game. It's everything. It's changing up the game plan when stuff's not working, when 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 stuff's going the wrong way. you got to be able to, to, to see that and feel that. I think that Brian Dable doesn't get enough credit. I think that there were real rifts between him and and Coach McDermott. Um, I don't think that none of that type of stuff from last year was fake. I think McDermott wants to run the ball more, and I don't know. I, if Dorsey comes in and wants to start to run the ball more to please his boss, that could change the complexion of the Bills' offense. 
that can change the complexion of what we look like. So I'm watching Ken Dorsey like a hawk, to be honest. I'm totally opposite of Big Mike. I'm watching him like a hawk because this is this is new territory for him. It really is. So we'll see. I feel I like, like that you said that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Just because, you know, you got to be leery because he does have to prove it. So my, my, my outlook was just, you know, Probably based on familiarity, and the, and he's, and he's young. yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. You yeah, I mean? that's good. You know, he's he's like he's like ten toes down. Like he's right there with the players all the time. Like he's more, he's more players coach on their level, like a players coach. So I feel like that that along with have being able to call the plays, like he's more in tune with those guys, and I feel like that's gonna be a benefit. So I do have my eye on, him, but I I think it's gonna work out just fine. I really do. I'm excited because you know it just looks good. It looks good that he's I you know understand. familiar. You know what I mean? My but only he, my only pushback on that is is the riff because because we heard about the riff though last season, Big Mike. Like I mean, there was there were rumblings about the fact that Sean McDermott during that little swoon in the middle of the year, and then we lost to Jacksonville and different things like that. That he wanted more of a run heavy approach. And and maybe him and that, maybe that's part of the reason why Dable was making no on the first train out of here when he had a chance when Shane got the job in the, with the Giants. So if yeah. if McDermott wants a more run heavy offense and Dorsey is doing it for the first time, don't you want to impress your boss when you first start your your job? Like you know what I mean. So I, I if McDermott lets him do what he wanted wants to do, I'm sure we'll see Mike uh, Ken Dorsey doing a lot of the stuff that he did with Miami, and it'll be high octane. But if he wants to please his boss, you might see a different offense. I don't know. It's it's, it's possible. It's not. But I appreciate that, though, because like I was going to say, as I was really exited my um, computer, um, I think now this team might be a balanced team of a run team because of the fact, like what you said, when you're trying to prove to your, your, your coach or your head coach that I can do this, Look at me, whatever. But like you said, I don't think they wanted to run the ball as much as they wanted to do, um, wanted to last year because I don't think they had trust in 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 Zach Moss or Devin Singletary. Hmm. I think McDermott <laughs> loves to run the ball. <laughs> no, I think I think that for sure. But I don't think Dable wanted. Oh, to he run didn't. Yeah, that's why they. That's what. That's the the nature of the rift is. Dable was going to do it his way, and he wasn't, you know, acquiescing to what his boss wanted. But maybe this young cat. You know what I mean? This first time coordinator will acquiesce a little bit more and say, "Okay, coach, maybe I'll run it a little bit more for you." Because he's a but he's also too, they will the out and got a, a a running back that can run the ball. Not that he's going to start, but I think he's going to be definitely packaged up to help this team in this run game for sure. Okay. I think people are going to be surprised when when it comes because all I hear all season, well, you know, they didn't have a run game. You know, they didn't have a run game. You know, Devin Single, da da da. da. I'm like, yeah, I didn't see Devin. Devin can run this ball, believe me. They were sixth in rushing. I mean, I just heard that on WGR this week, and it almost made my jaw hit the floor. They were sixth in rushing. That's last not year. bad. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, you can't that's be good at everything. So I mean, right. And with a quarterback I mean, like Josh Allen, you you gotta understand that he gonna sling that thing. You understand me? So if we could break it down to 70-30, like a strong 30, you see what I'm saying? That's what that's what the whole goal of it is. For if we're gonna go 70-30, that 30 gotta be almost flawless mm-hmm. you know what i mean but like i, I always say you got like he, he's called the motor for a reason you got to warm him up you know what i'm saying so you got to make sure that see gable had a lot of de- dead plays that i didn't agree with you know what i'm saying and i feel you with the little rift that they had that i feel like it was intentional because you know you know you're not calling the right plays bro this is a dead play like what are you doing right now and i, I know as a fan everybody felt the same way so i feel like if we get rid of uh, i mean if in in your mind, if you got rid of all of those dead plays that you saw last season, do we lose a game? Mm, not, I don't mean, not many. Uh, <laughs> we do yeah, better than, we, than, yeah. than eleven or six or whatever we went. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, not, not many, yeah. not many. Like I feel like we lost maybe two, not even. So okay. come on now. Like, I'm not I, mad at that. Like, I'm not mad at that take. So that's interesting though. I don't think Dave will I mean. Point, point in case, T, and you you take it back over. I don't think Dable and, and McDermott were as close uh, as people might thought had a thought, and I thought that the rift might have been bigger than what people might have given it credit for. Yes, he was on track to become a head coach, but he was damn sure going to be taking a job this search go around because he wasn't staying another year in Buffalo when working for, yeah, for Sean. I agree period. with that. I agree it with was that. Too, 
it was two guys at their points in careers like this. And it's mm. like, mm. And they go on the opposite ways. Mm -hmm. it, it only, mm -hmm. only Y'all get up here, the only way to go is just we got to park because it's two strong heads and it's like, it's not going to work respectfully. Only one boss. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's for sure. I'm excited. All right. Excited. So also going into this season, this upcoming season, we know we have that bend, don't break type of a defense. How do you see our defense this year with all these? They brung back Shaq Lawson. They brung back. Yo, they said Jordan Phillips came back ready to start right now. Like, he can play right now. I will with you. Rob, Rob you see you might. You see my face, team? Ooh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited about the defense. Um, the reason I'm excited about the defense is exactly what you said, T. They, they have Brandon Bean is a master. He he overhauled the defensive line in the blink of an eye. What it also says, yeah. though, and, and something that often gets uh, un, underappreciated is the fact that he overhauled the defensive line once again, which means that he wasn't happy with what he was having from last year. So – I expect a more aggressive defense. I know Leslie Frazier is Ben, but don't break, but he doesn't mind blitzing. And if he has the support from his secondary, which we do because we have two all-pro safeties, we have an all-pro corner that's coming off injury, obviously knock on wood, and then we just drafted Kair Elam to do yeah. his thing on the opposite side. So I'm very bullish on the defense being even more opportunistic. Obviously, you can't predict turnovers, but I feel they're going to be flying all over the ball. He wasn't happy with the defensive line, so he overhauled the entire thing. You can't expect anything less than four men that are going to play like their hair are on fire in rotation. That's how I look at it. They're going to be in rotation fresh, and they're going to be playing like their hair is on fire. I love it. Because we needed some bigger bodies. Up. No, we need some bigger bodies up front. I think he took care of that. You know what I'm saying? Brought some old favorites. You know what I'm saying? That's going to come back and do exactly what they did when they were here, which will stop that run. Freedom hits. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, play those hits. Yeah, electric. I can't wait to see Phillips just do what he do. Like you know, Phillips. Phillips is a man. What a what a guy. He's a dog. He's a dog. Ooh, he's a dog. Yes. Ooh, man. So I can't wait. He's gonna be and he's excited too. He's motivated, excited to be back. It's like coming home and you just and you smell the cooking as soon as you walk in the door. You're like, oh my god, mom will put that mac on. Like, mm, uh, I'm ready to get down. Man. Like, oh god, I'm ready to eat. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and I said you. I know you said Russo, and we all know you know Von Miller. We all know that, right? Yes. So what defensive player you think is going to have a breakout year? Ooh. I'm gonna let Rob go first. <laughs> Trying to put me on the spot. I, I thought about this <laughs> question because you said it to me, T. I, I'll have to be honest with you. I think I think it it, it really we don't have to make it more complicated than it is um Kyir elam is in line to not only step in and be a day one starter but he's going to step in line to to actually have a, an important role on the team especially if we're going to ease trey back into it so let's say against the rams trey is ready but he's on a pitch count okay no problem mm -hmm. so they've got dane jackson ready to go i heard great things about cam lewis in camp so far so no problem so we've got Kyir elam under the lights the whole entire league is watching this first round corner and he's going to get up against Cooper Cup, right? What better way? Have you read the reports out of Rochester, Pittsburgh at training camp about how Kyrie and Stefan keep getting into it the last two days? What that shows me is a dog, just like you were just talking about um, Jordan Phillips T, it, a, a dog. He is a rookie. He's not trying to get up any type of ground. He's going to respect He's going to respect, obviously, the captain of the offense, wide receiver Stefan Diggs, our, our captain. We love him, but but he's not backing down. You love to see that kind of bravado if you're trying to go chase the Super Bowl. I, I love, love it. I love seeing that, that they that they had to be separated today. Not that they was fighting and being stupid and punching each other's helmets and stuff with their bare hands or anything crazy, but they were face-to-face -face for the second day, and, and he's not giving up an inch, and that's that's that can only build him up. So I'm, I'm really excited about Kyrie Elam. I'm excited to see him. I liked him at Florida. And and everything I hear about him is that he is a pro and he's ahead of his time. That's exactly the type of guys that Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott bring in is the guys that are mature and ready to play football. They love ball. This boy loves ball. He loves ball. He's ready to go play. I love it. I love he that. He came kind of from a pedigree, though. He came from a pedigree of ballers. Mm. His mm. father, his uncle, 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? So he came from that that linger, that long line of um, we can do this hunger. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah, for sure. Go ahead, Mike. I'm not to cut you off. Yeah, no. Um, I I would have to. I'm gonna have to ride with uh, Mr. Boogie Basham. Mm, okay. Wow. I feel like Boogie. He understands the assignment. Like he knew, and he was hungry last year. So I feel in the off season they said he lost a, a few pounds. So now you know he's gonna be more agile. And I feel like with that similar aggression that he has, with more agility. I mean. He, he played ready last year. You know, people were so questionable about him, and it's like when he did get a chance, he showed up. You know what I'm saying? He showed up. He's no slouch, and I feel like with another year under his belt, uh, I feel like he's going to have a pretty standout year. He's going to shock. I think he's going to shock everybody. He's going to shock everybody. Mm. You know, everything that people were talking about, like, oh, he's a little too heavy. Oh, um, you know, he's a one-trick pony, things like that. I feel like with everything that's going on right now with the defense and bringing veterans in like Vaughn and everything, I feel, like I said earlier, Rousseau. Him and uh, Rousseau are going to benefit from this the most. If you don't get juice from Vaughn Miller or future Hall of Famer field in your defensive line room, I don't know what Man, would juice you up. Like, I don't know what could get you going. I don't know what would be able to get you going if, you, if that don't get you going. Especially if he's coaching you up. This man is yeah. giving you all the jewels. Give me all you have to do is be a sponge. Be a sponge. That's, that's all. He invited them out to the pass rushing camp, y'all. Y'all saw the bills of right? The last one. He invited all. He invited Scrubs. He invited Epinesa out there. He invited everybody because he was trying to show love. These are my new teammates. Here, yep. look around the room. There's Chandler Jones. There's all these great pass rushers right now in the league at my camp. And he invited them all. That has to get your blood flowing. If you're a competitor, this got to get you going. Oh, please. Just for sure fingertips like come on now i mean this year is going to be electric and the defense is going to be you know lighting it up like they usually do it's going you can't get better than first but we're going to do it mm -hmm. all right so you know i have to get on you for a little bit listen to your episode oh lord <laughs> uh -oh. you said you said super bowl or bust i disagree but i'm gonna understand it because I don't like the term. I just feel like day one, everybody's trying to reach the Super Bowl. Of course, we know everybody's not going. We know that people that we know teams that you you ain't you ain't even there. You're not even you're not making it to no Super Bowl. But I just feel I just I don't know as a fan, and my and Mike tells me this all the time. Stop it. We're gonna win. Are you ready? He gets me hyped up. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm afraid of the whole terms. Yes, yes. And I understand. Super Bowl yes. or bust. Yes, that's what I knew that it was. When you text me, T, I knew that that's all it was. And that's what I tried to explain at the end of my episode. Mike, I really want to hear what you have to say, Big Mike, because I need some support on this. The, the, <laughs> the, the, impetus, the impetus of the episode came from other content creators that I was hearing. I don't need to name any names or anything like that because they're right, right. all great. And, and it wasn't even anything. I actually reached out to the content creator that I heard, and I told them that, it was a great episode, and I completely disagree. That's what sports are for, is to be able to do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. They were, like UT, they were scared of just the, the phrasing of it. Here's what I will offer anybody that thinks when they say Super Bowl or bust that you are wasting or you're getting ready to waste a season. The, this is the NFL. This is not the NBA or the NHL or, God forbid, yep. Major League Baseball that has 162 games, so even double. Baseball – um, excuse me, basketball and hockey have 82 games. That's a lot. So so the reference was back to WGR. So on the afternoon show, Chris, Chris Parker, Bulldog, he had mentioned basically that the Sabres, they went to, I think it was 05, 06. They went real far. I think they went to the finals, something like that. They lost the Carolina Eastern Conference Finals. The next year, he said all he was worried about was the getting to the Stanley Cup Finals and playing whoever they're going to play. He didn't watch. He didn't really focus on the games like he was supposed to. He was all about the, the finals. He was all about the end result. And he regretted it because he missed out on a great season. The, the Sabres had the most points, I guess, in the league that year, the one the President's Trophy. His point was that enjoy the season. 
82 games is not 17. Come on now, y'all. We know every Bills game is an event. We get ready to cook. We do tailgating, regardless if they on the road or they at home and we at the Ralph tailgating or they on the road and we at our houses. We get down for the Bills. Every game is an event. So there's only 17 of them. So you're not going to miss the season thinking about the Super Bowl because of that. So, that. so we can debunk that right off the bat. The second thing is that what does Super Bowl or bust even mean, Big Mike? What does it mean, T? It means that 31 teams – our failures, 31 teams didn't get it done. They let 20 teams into the playoffs. What is it now? This 20, what is it? How many teams get to the playoffs now? Oh. 14? They used to let 12 in only. So that means that half, over half of the league is disappointed. They don't even make the tournament. So what's, what, what are we scared of? We all know wow. that the Bills are great. We all feel like this could be something special. And we and my point was that we didn't feel like that during the drought. We knew that we would be we would be just lying to ourselves. We just wanted to, to feel great about the Bills and we love our squad, but we didn't think that we were getting ready to win a Super Bowl during the drought. And that's all I was trying to say, Big Mike. Like, this is a squad that could really win a Super Bowl and we all feel it. So let's embrace it. It's all love. Let's embrace it. Let's go get one. Mike, Mike do you see how he's trying Me to encourage on. you to come on through there? <laughs> let's see. You know how I feel, T. We, I know. It's all the way up. This team that we got is like, it's, it's lights out, you know what I'm saying? And with everything that we got and, and how it's developed and the energy behind it and just just the – we ain't never heard – how long has it been since we heard that we are the favorites to win? 1993. Like, that only, 1993. Come on now. So, or 92. Yeah. Yeah, I'm lit. I'm lit. Absolutely. <laughs> because it's <laughs> – all our – you know what I'm saying? I'm not about the, oh, well, no. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm ready. You see it. It's always here. You see that right there? It's always here. You know That's what I'm saying? Up. You know, I, I hit T up every time before a game. I'm like, T, are you ready? I'll send him the, I'll send him the uh, Ultimate Warrior gift. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> Shaking yeah, the rope, man. going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's that's the energy we need. It, it gets there. It, they feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a conglomerate of just fans and players. Yeah, for sure. Need it's legit. This is the first time that it's been legit for a long time. So I want yeah. us to embrace it. It's okay. That's all I was trying to say, T. Don't be scared. Know that your I squad know. is great. And just, and it's okay. Because just because you say that. I really would be disappointed if we don't win the Super Bowl this year. It does not make you a bad fan. It does not say that you're getting ready to skip over 17 games and not care or anything like that. It just means that you expect something great from your squad. And why can't we have something nice for a change? We haven't, like, I was lying. I'll, tell, I'll put my hand up now. During the drought, I was lying with Trent Edwards, and I was lying with JP, and I would lie when Paul Puzlezzi get dragged for seven yards like you'd be talking about Big Mike with Trey Edmonds. Like, that's when I watched Trey. I'm like, man, that's just like Paul Puzlezzi getting dragged for seven yards. Like, those squads were not getting ready to bring us to the promised land, but what do we do? We support our team because we're Bill's Mafia. That's what makes us special for fans. For sure. But now we actually have the team that's worthy of the bravado, that's worthy of the smashing tables and worthy of getting out there like I do at 6 a.m. and come and tailgate before the sun even come up, waiting for the Bills to take the field at the route. Like, I, I go out there. I went out there for garbage squads. I've been to see the ticket holder since 09, and I would drive up 650 miles, 1,300 round trips. That's crazy. Out for garbage teams. For teams that never would give me Super Bowl aspirations. Do you know how fast, Big Mike, I'm getting ready to get in this damn car uh, for the Monday night opening? <laughs> you won't even well, be able to stop me. I'll be, I'll probably uh, be in the car Friday or Saturday all on my way. On my way. Like, I can't wait to go support this squad. Yeah. I can't wait. So, all right. Let me ask you a question. It, it, it came out that the Bills are projected to do 15 and 2. I said, all right, y'all. Yeah. I guess for me, Rob, is the fact that everybody now is on our train, right? Everybody is like speaking about the Bills when we were like a little secret. Now everybody wants to be like, oh, they might just go undefeated. Oh, they might go 15 and two. Oh, they can go 14 and three. Like, I'm like, chill. I like to be still a secret. What's your record, Mike? What you got? I put mine out on Nickel City Crew. Shoot. What you got? What I have, I have 14 and 3. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the same with me. I said 13 and 4, 14 and 3 would be excellent. And I think that that's good enough to yeah. get the one seat. Yeah, oh, for, for sure. Okay. Because the AFC is much tougher, as you know, T. I mean, we got the AFC West yes. acting, a, acting a fool. We got the AFC South trying to figure out what they're getting ready to do with between Tennessee and the Colts now with Matt Ryan. And then you got the North, which is a whole big mess. I mean, 13 and 4 should, should probably do it. 14 and 3 definitely should get you the one seat. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Chiefs, oh, Chiefs I mean, can't you know. be this good. Chiefs can't be this good without, without Hill. Can't be. Can't be. No. And no, the guy just got on IR. The law of averages say if you lose the most dynamic playmaker the league has seen since I don't know when. I mean, something has to change, right? Something. Did you just see that they put um the wide receiver on IR? Who? I think it was Morse. What was the rookie? Sky Moore? Yeah. I think so. I think it's – don't quote me. Don't quote me, oh, but I, I want to say one of the rookies is on um, – You heard IR. that, Big Mike? You heard that, Big Mike? From, from us? No, I'm no, saying you heard that in general. From the Chiefs. The Chiefs. The Chiefs is – No, one Sky of the Chiefs Moore. She said Sky Moore. No. He's the new rookie. I, let, me t- let me take a look. I'm looking now. Yeah, what? Yeah. I, I didn't hear that. No, I didn't hear Sky well, Moore. It might have been somebody else, though. But I, I did hear somebody. Somebody named Jefferson got hurt. I know that, but it wasn't Justin. I know. Okay, so I know I was a rookie. A rookie. I might don't quote me. Don't come back. Don't show receipts. It might not be Sky Moore, but it was a rookie <laughs> that was on um, IR recently. So yeah. yeah. But you know, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. But I don't. I don't. Um, I don't count them out. Just like I don't count New England out. Now everybody's saying New England going to finish last, and I'm just not there yet. You know what I'm saying? So. Yes, everybody's picking us to be number one. I'm with it. I'm down with that. Um, the Jets are picking themselves to be to win 10 to 11 games when you just won four last year. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. And anything can happen. Even, even though they made some big moves, it's like you got to have some chemistry behind But that. they haven't you played I mean? together. Yeah, the chemistry is that, not That's there. my only thing. They haven't played together. They made yep. – let's be honest. The Jets has made some moves. The Jets have brought people in. They have a great GM. They have a great head coach. Let's give them that. But y'all haven't played together, and that's that's all I'm saying. And that matters. Especially when you do a – and, uh, and that matters, absolutely. Yeah. Overhaul the right. whole team. Like, y'all got to play together. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to get the vibe, and that might not happen. And everybody is saying for us, because Brian, um, not Brian Dable, um, Ken, Kenny Dorsett, Ken Dorsett has not called offense, <clears throat> excuse me, haven't called offenses for us. And they're saying they're pegging us to regress. And I'm like, this guy has been in the building. So I get mm-hmm. what you're saying. So mm-hmm. there's concerns everywhere. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. still, as a, as a main team, we're still intact. Absolutely. And our I defense for sure. is even – better from last year <laughs> can i can i um can i say something without getting kicked out of the show then just we're talking about d and we already gloated on the d we we yeah, is that is okay okay I mean, big mike you go, you good too because everybody glowed on the d and i did too i'm, good. I'm okay I'm good. i'll just i'll raise my hand for one final time from 2021 because now we're in 2022 Ooh. We did we did play some garbage ass quarterbacks last year. So and I and I put my yes. hand down and I'll be quiet. And I, I'm not saying I'm not trying to invalidate the D and the number one ranking. And the, I'm not saying that. And obviously we did perfection in the park. And that was my best day as a Bills fan in my entire life. But when when we fa- when we faced real quarterbacks, it wasn't just slim pickings, it wasn't just easy money like it was last year against the garbage ones and you could tell when we were playing the garbage ones that's that's all i'm trying to say so mm-hmm. that, i know we love to say we were the number one d not saying that we didn't earn the statistics i know we don't make the schedule or what quarterbacks are in there i know all those rebuttals are out there for everybody that wants to get mad at me but hopefully your your audience doesn't get too mad at me i'm just saying we did play some really garbage quarterbacks for a chunk of the year last year it won't be like that this first seven games this year so if we four and three or I'm with you, I mean, if you five and two please be happy and please don't be be complaining bills fans because if we five and two after these first seven games that's really a good job because the, the schedule should soften up since you talk about the schedule how yeah, upset I, would you be if we lose the first game 
Would anybody be upset? I have it as a loss. Oh, okay. Sorry, I mean, sorry. Yeah, I had 14. Four. You don't have I had to apologize for that. I had 13 and four on, on Nickel City Crew. I had 13 and four, and that was the first loss to start the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, not- okay. <laughs> Mike, 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 will Mike. A, Mike will be ready to have Mike will be ready to go to counseling if we start with one. Yeah, I can't. I can't agree, man. I can't agree. Oh, I can't agree. <laughs> Oh man, because you know, yeah, won a Super Bowl last year, fantastic, whatever. But you don't think that Vaughn's gonna get everybody together and understand and let them understand that, hey man, we can take these dudes out. We can take these dudes out, send a message to the whole league that they got us on the list winning, not them. Yesterday's price is not today's price. You know what I'm saying? I love this. So I love, I love it. it. I love it. That's my intro. I love it. <laughs> you no, know? so that's how I feel. You know, shoot, I can't. Said that's can't. my intro. I love it. <laughs> can't because it's Mike. Too, I'm not mad at that take. You know, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm not mad. I can't be mad. Yeah. No, we ain't. We ain't losing. <laughs> okay. it's, it's a two. It's a two out of three. Two out of one right now. So. <laughs> I got us. I got us losing too, but I would never Mike say. Mike need more help with Super Bowl bust than UT. I mean, if, if we don't win the Super Bowl, Mike might go. Mike might go into into hibernation for real. Mike going counseling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to see somebody. I had to see somebody. That's a fact. But Just nah, embrace it. Embrace it, T. Come yeah. on, come to the dark side. Embrace it. It's all. Nah, I'm, it's I'm all chilling. About, it's all about Arizona. Let's get to Arizona. <laughs> I'm chilling. <laughs> Speaking of Arizona, we ain't even gonna talk about the whole fact that they told that man, please do four hours of uh, game planning before you, <laughs> bro. And, it, it, and that wasn't even on the docket. It's this is something oh to the left. How What's going on? How embarrassing. That's embarrassing, right? Big Mike, how embarrassing is that? If I was, if I was, oh man, my agent, man, I would be getting ready to get him fired. I'm like, who I'd put this out, first of all? The Cardinals. The car the same people that right? the same people right. that, that did it right after the season when they snitched on him and said he didn't want to go back oh, in the game. Right. Remember yep. they snitched on him after the year and it was like he was playing mm-hmm. bad and he didn't want to go back in the game. They embarrassed him then. They they but don't then he really looked like, like a baby him. though. He did look yeah. like a baby, of though. Of course. No, I don't think that they're lying. I don't think – listen, He, what was he doing when he got into the league, T? What was he doing, Big yeah. Mike? He was flirting with MLB because he was yeah. nice out of Oklahoma and he was trying to leverage both yeah. to, get a, to get a nice contract. So he had a nice little golden parachute in baseball, got drafted, and then he really wanted to play football. But how much does but he, he love football? he was nice, though. Let's not lie. He was oh, nice, yeah. though. No, I didn't say he wasn't nice, but I'm just saying how much does he really love the game? And that's yeah. what and that's what mm-hmm. it is when you're paying somebody two hundred million dollars plus. How much are you going to be invested? And clearly, he's had problems for them to even have to put that in the contract because that should Absolutely. just be a part of your job description as a quarterback. Anyway, to study film. So why we got to put that in there, man? That's like the kid saying you only have the iPad for a few hours a day and make sure that when you're doing your homework, that the iPad is off and the TV's off and all electronics is off. Like you can't focus like a kid. Like that's embarrassing. That's some embarrassing shit. I'm sorry. I mean, that is. Yeah, he stole that money. Let's say that. <laughs> like he's still in the wow. base. <laughs> like he's still, like he still in the base of baseball. Yeah, he stole that money, man. So, you know, from a hustler standpoint, man, kudos, brother. Get your bread. You know what I'm saying? Mean? Hey, find sure. in, in the home base. You know what I mean? That's exactly what he did. I like so I don't even matter what's going on. Jack, you heard? I am not. So do right. you, bro. But like I always tell in the pot, I am not mad at guys that get their money. Get your money. Get your money. I'm never mad at that. It's entertainment. You never know. It could be anytime. So, you know, nah, forget that. For sure. Yeah. Well, guys, that's for sure. This has been great. We've had some audio. Ooh, I'm when it comes to this podcasting stuff, I'm kind of anal. So um, I appreciate you sticking in there with me, sticking in there with us. Um, oh. Yeah, this has been crazy. So it sounded Rob great. Tellenberg. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear any issues at all. We're good. Uh-huh. We flow. It ended up, great. ended up being great. You know what I mean? Move the chains. Yes. Move the chains. Cool. Yeah. All right. So tell tell everybody where they can listen to you and where they can reach you or where they can f- 
find your your uh, podcast and everything else. I really appreciate T. Big Mike, y'all having me on again. Again, Rob Crippen. At, uh, I'm actually over now at Buffalo Fan Base Podcast Network. That's actually part of the Bills Mafia Podcast Network. And shout out to uh, to Justice General for, for bringing me on there. But you can find Nickel City Crew any anywhere that you find your podcast. Um, and I'm, I'm really just excited for the future, excited for season two. My season two started uh, this week for training camp. Can't wait to drop the episode. And I'm just really excited for this football season. As y'all know, clearly I just talked with y'all for about an hour about how excited I am. So I'm really, I'm really thankful for you guys having me on. And yeah, you can catch us anytime at Nickel City Crew, Twitter, Instagram, holler at me anytime. Let's start a debate. Let's start to talk about the bills and and definitely get at me for Super Bowl at bus. Anybody want to get at me? Get at me. I mean, it's all get at them. Um, yeah, for sure. Thank you for coming on again. Um, I appreciate y'all. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Mike's gonna Mike's gonna um end us out with our our niceness. Our niceness, man. Listen, (laughs) if y'all ain't know, man, you know now. You heard? I'm Mike. That's T. We in the place to be. Shot one four three, and this has been. Not your average podcast in the 716. You heard the name. Go Bills. Go Bills. And we are on the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, Building Buffalo podcast. Go over there and check out some amazing content over there for show. So always go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. This has been Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with T and Mike, only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Hey, everything on three. Number three. One on one, one on three, one, two, three. That's your average So that gets me going, man. Do me a favor. Say a prayer, the typical one. Go Bills. <laughs>